When you think of something dark or evil, what comes to mind? You think of demons and exorcist-type characters that are there to scare the living hell out of you and make you see a vision of hell itself? Or can it sometimes come in very passive ways, places that you least expect it from people who you certainly don't expect evil to come from? Darkness, evil comes in many forms, and it's not always demons. The living can be evil. There's plenty of horrible human beings who've walked on this earth and still do. Let's take a look at the news. In today's episode, we hear about some very personal encounters with darkness or evil, if you want to call it that. In the form of a grandmother, her actions going far beyond just the normal cantankerousness that she's shown to her family over the years is something that can only be described as pure evil. An employee working in an assisted living facility loves their job, but is very frightened by something very dark that's affecting the residents there, physically attacking them, causing chaos to their rooms, damage beyond repair. An unseen force that can't be controlled simply feared very spooky stories today here on real ghost stories online epp bonus episode number 434 of real ghost stories online to be exact my name is tony bruski stay with us When you think of a loved one, specifically a grandmother, in a lot of cases, you think of, oh, someone nurturing, someone who, you know, they, they've raised their kids, but now they're there to enjoy the fun part of it. They're there to nurture the kids, do some fun things, be a part of their life, be a good positive influence. At least that's what you hope for in a grandmother. How does that always happen? No. And in this case, does that happen? No. Very, very much no. In fact, this grandmother seems to be the definition of evil, something that you'd almost see today in a true crime story for abuse. But at the time, nothing seemed to stop her. Everyone seemed to wonder what had happened to this somewhat cantankerous woman that went from being kind of cantankerous to being full-on evil. Take a listen. I previously submitted a story about my summer at my grandmother's house. I didn't say all the events that occurred that summer as I was there for three months, so it would have been a long story. But something that did occur that I'd like to put out there is that one day... My sister and I were playing on this tree. My sister was climbing on it and hanging upside down. Of course, I wanted to follow in her steps, so I climbed up to do the same as well. My sister hopped down the tree in order to give me space to do it, and everything was going well. 
was holding my upper body up with my hands while upside down and I was about to let go, but I wanted to fix myself to secure my body more. In this instance, I felt something push my hands off. So now I'm hanging on the tree upside down. I don't feel safe because I'm trying to pull up my upper body, but something's not letting me. It's as if right as my fingers touch the branch, I'm yanked back down. My older sister, who was laughing at first because she thought I was joking, is now freaking out because she said it looked weird on her end. And if I was really being pulled down and prevented from pulling myself up, desperately calling to her to help as I did not want to fall because if I did, I would land headfirst on the blocks around the tree trunk. They were placed so the tree grows upright. Right as she proceeds to try to reach out to me, I felt something push legs off and I fell right onto the blocks and I just remember my body falling sideways so thank god I didn't take an impact to my head my sister said it kind of looked like I bent over or got pushed to the side to avoid the direct impact she believes it was my guardian angel helping me but I just think that when the asshole spirit pushed me off it did it in a way where it resulted in my body falling like that My sister and I laugh about that happening to me now, but we were both pretty freaked at the time. I had been left with many bruises from falling on the bricks. We didn't even play with that tree again. To fast forward some years, my sister and I never went back to my grandmother's house. We told our mom what had happened and she believed us, so she never sent us back. She knew we were saying the truth because she herself had lived there while young and experienced many things. However, my grandmother did come to stay with us, and it was an awful time. The moment she came, the energy in the house became heavy. Everyone was somehow always mad or irritated. Our dishes would crash and break in the night. Our doors would slam to the point where it would make the house actually shake. My poor turtle was terrified. And... He'd always make this weird noise. It sounded like hissing, but you know, turtles could do that. So I just thought something was wrong with her. There'd be multiple bugs in our house. Things would go missing. Our names were even called out. But when we go there, would either be no one there or whatever family member we would find would say that they didn't call out. Sudden blackouts, whispers again. My grandmother would wake us up saying that she would see demons hovering over us. It was so bad to the point where on every door we had the image of the Virgin Mary and she started making us drink holy water. My grandma made us drink holy water. My grandma also had become extremely mean and spiteful and she developed this weird laugh that sounded almost demonic. It could be because she was smoking two packs of cigarettes a day, but that was something new. That she was doing also. She would actually wish evil upon us. And when my siblings and I didn't behave, she'd tell us that demons would drag us from our beds at night and pull on our feet. You know, the normal things grandmas do. My siblings and I, now in our 20s, still sleep covered head to toe due to fear of some sort of engraving in our head. During this time, my oldest sister, about 17 at the time, was grabbed while pouring water into a jug we'd place in the fridge. She screamed from the top of her lungs and we all rushed over 
and she had a burn mark on her wrist, the pattern which seemed to be a watch engraved into her skin. She was crying and trying to explain to my grandmother that something had grabbed her arm and held her in place, but my grandmother, well, she only laughed. Yeah. The next day, she went to toast some bread and the toaster started on fire, burned in her hand. My grandmother also laughed. I felt bad for her because I knew whatever spirit my grandmother had brought enjoyed tormenting her as there were many other instances and my sister fell into a depressive state. During that time my grandmother was there, my mother had come to the United States to give birth to my brother and I was young so I was crying and upset that my mom was leaving. My grandmother didn't like this so she dragged me to the back of the home, locked me in the storage room which was filled with boxes and roaches, then have a light. She whispered to me through the door that she would only let me out if I stopped crying and if I still didn't, she would pray so my mother's plane would fall. She developed a tendency of locking us up. She really liked doing this to my little sister. It was three at the time and enjoyed hearing us bang on the door and cry for help. As I said, something had changed about my grandmother. She was always kind of grumpy, but something like this was truly evil about her now. She used to enjoy when we were in pain and found satisfaction and stripping us naked and pouring freezing water over us and much more abuse. There was an instance where I was sitting on a rocking chair in the balcony with my grandmother and she was just looking at me and having realized that my chair had started to rock, but I'm not the one doing it. My grandmother starts laughing and the rocking chair starts rocking so aggressively and violently that it actually flips back. I tumble out of it and start crying. My grandmother again is just laughing and enjoying the sight. When my mother was able to fly back, she knew of all the events that had happened as we never lied to her about it. We were begging her to please come home. She came home and that same day my grandmother had to leave and she did it only after she cursed my mother and all of us wishing us sickness and misfortunes. Again, you know, the things grandmas do. After she left, the whole home was so much more peaceful. There was no dishes breaking noisy doors slamming, nothing creepy going on. It felt like bliss after four months of us being with her and experiencing the paranormal and abuse. She only came to visit us years after. My brother was three. I believe she brought whatever evil was following her again. Only my mother did not hesitate to ask her to leave again if she did not stop and cool it with the evilness. We were all in the kitchen and my brother was driving this little tricycle he used to love. All I know is that he stopped at the kitchen door and stared into what was our laundry room and the storage room where our grandma used to lock us up. This next thing, you know, he's crying, screaming, tumbling out of the tricycle, trying to get away from something. That's going to wrap up the preview portion of this week's EPP bonus episode of Real Ghost Stories Online. If you'd like to get access to all of our bonus episodes in their entirety, 434 of them, as well as the archive, which is the world's largest audio archive of ghost stories, thousands of episodes for you there, our advanced episodes, all of it commercial free, then sign up to be an extra podcast person. Do it through Apple Podcasts and try it for three days free. Yeah, not bad. Just go to our channel on Apple Podcasts and sign up there. If you're not an Apple Podcast, Patreon, patreon.com slash real ghost stories, or go to our website, ghostpodcast.com. Get access to all of those extras, all ad free, ready for you to binge away on right now. 
Until next time, for all of us at Real Ghost Stories Online, I'm Tony Bruschi. Thanks for your support.